you clicked on this video or you clicked on this podcast episode and you are hoping to hear something super far out and esoteric that's gonna transform your life, well, you'll find that, but on the surface level, it's going to seem very simple. It's gonna seem fundamental and rudimentary and basic because the truth is many things in life are simply the fundamentals that are done over and over time and time again and as we commit ourselves to the basic fundamentals, what comes to fruition is actually something that is metaphysical, that is deep, that is transformative, uh, that changes us. And it truly is from the inside out. But so many of us are trying to find things that change us from the outside in. We're trying to look everywhere else, something that we can adapt and adopt into our life that will somehow be a silver bullet or a magic pill that will just transform us overnight. But the secret teaching is that it's the basic fundamentals practiced consistently over and over and over that bring the deep truth out from within us. And then it becomes able to be something that really does truly transform not only our life, but gives us influence in the lives of uh, the lives of those around us. And the first one, basic fundamental is meditation making a commitment every single morning to meditation has absolutely revolutionized my life. And so whenever I first started with meditation, I wasn't quite sure, you know, I was a, coming from being a pastor and meditation seemed kind of far out and not very safe. Uh, prayer was a better term for me and prayer still has its place, but meditation, what it does is it clears the slate of our heart and mind. It opens us up, us up to a level of possibility that we can't see from this level of awareness. It sets our mind above to a different state of being, a different plane of consciousness that gives us a vantage point that we're not able to see from where we are at right now. And so the way that our life becomes transformed is each and every day consistently as a ritual, we come to that place of clearing the slate of the base mind and ultimately elevating it to the place of a higher vantage point, a more eternal vantage point. And so incorporating that meditation into our life, we're able to then see our life, see the source, see ourselves, see everyone and everything around us through a lens that is more transcendent than that of just simply the material physical plane. Because when we only see life through the physical material plane, we're filled with judgments, we're filled with attractions and aversions, we're trying to push things away or pull things towards us. And in meditation, we clear the slate from any judgment, from any attachment, from any preconceived notion of who we are and the roles and functions that we're supposed to play. And we elevate ourselves to a higher vantage point, being invited by the Spirit to see from a new paradigm, from a new perspective. And so meditation, when you incorporate this daily into your life, it will begin to shift the lens, the way that you see yourself and everything around you. But it's only after you make a commitment to this and you do this time and time and time and time again that you're able to then actually have yourself transformed into a new state of being, into a new state of awareness. It's the water that flows over the rock time and time and time and time again that makes the groove within the rock. 
And in the same way in our mind, when we are creating new neurological pathways, we have to choose to do things habitually and ritually over and over again so that it creates a new pathway for awareness, consciousness, understanding that ultimately impacts our being, how we actually live. It changes then the way that we react and respond to situations. It changes the way that we see our work in the world. It changes the way that we are parents. I have two kids. It changes the way that we are a spouse. I've been married for you know, 12, 13 years now. It begins to shift and change everything from the daily transformative practice of entering into the state of meditation. So you can transform your life by practicing meditation every single day, by being brought into a new state of awareness every single day, wiping clear of what the expectations are and opening yourself up to possibility, releasing all of the things that we think we have figured out and being open to the newness that wants to be downloaded by the spirit. Number two, begin to journal. Get yourself a journal, find something. For me, it has to be aesthetically pleasing. It has to have a good feel to it. Find yourself a good pen, something that writes really well. Uh, find something that will really be uh, alluring for you to be able to use every single day. And so many people struggle with journaling because they, they're unsure what to write. What do I sit down and write about? What, what is there to write every single day? And you'll find that as you just simply start writing, your subconscious mind will start to pour things out. And you don't have to consciously always know what you're going to sit down to write. Some days that happens, and it's really great when that happens. But sometimes just opening up the notebook and starting to write, even if you write, I don't know what I'm writing right now, I just feel like uh, something will come out of this, and just start the movement and the action of writing in the journal. And then all of a sudden, your subconscious mind will kick in and you'll begin to pull things out of your mind and put them on the paper. And over time, you'll begin to see themes come alive. And these themes will reveal something deep in you that is true. And as you begin to put together the pieces of the puzzle that is deeply true within you, you can begin to systematize that to transform your life and order your life around what is deep within that wants to come out of you. And so often we don't know, we feel stuck, we feel all boggled in and boxed up and not feeling like we're actually living our purpose or making meaning of life because we just don't know. We, we need a direction. We need a track to run on. And we don't know what that is because we haven't excavated it from within ourselves. And so journaling, the process of journaling excavates that which is true within us, even if we don't consciously know. Because a lot of times, dude, we don't consciously know or else we'd be doing the thing, right? So this practice of just sitting down after meditation, so you've cleared the slate, you've raised your awareness up to a different plane of consciousness, you open up your journal, you begin to simply do the activity of writing and begin to see what just naturally comes out of you. And some days are going to really suck and you're not going to have much that you've written and it might just be one paragraph of, I don't have anything to say today, I'm really annoyed today that nothing's coming out and whatever, I'll try to get in tomorrow. That's fine. 
because what you're going to do is you're going to create a collection of entries that you'll then go back and reflect on so that you can make sense of your life, create a map for where to go and what wants to come out of you. And you'll begin to see both the yin and the yang. You'll begin to see both what you want to step into and what you don't want to step into. And many of our lives right now, we're living lives that we really don't want to be leading. We don't want to be living, but we don't know any other way. And so journaling excavates that to where we can put some pieces of the puzzle together. And it's going to take some patience for this because it's going to take months to gather data from you mind dumping into your journal and then having the grace and the compassion on yourself as you go read through these very humbling, really hopefully candid journal entries that you've made over weeks, months, potentially even years. But as you do that and you ga gather that data and that information, that it's all come from a deep, transparent place of vulnerability within you, now you're able to put together pieces and live into the fullness of who you actually are. Because many of us aren't fulfilled because we're not living out the truth of who we actually are. How do we know that? Well, journaling is a key element, a key habit that will transform your life if you have the patience to stay true with it and allow its fruition to come over time, just like meditation. It's very simple, it's very fundamental, it's very rudimentary, but you do it over time and your consciousness shifts. With journaling, it's very fundamental, it's very simple, it's just writing. You do it over time and all of a sudden, it's revealed to you how you are to live and move and have your being. You have a map now. You begin to see the truth. This, this has came from within you. And then it sets you up to move into the fullness of your life. And so the third habit that I've already kind of touched on a little bit is that of uh, intentional reflection and integration. The spirit is inviting us to have both the, I, the awareness of what has been, but also the vision for where we are moving into. As a matter of fact, quantum physics tells us that we are just as shaped by our future self as we are our past self. That based on quantum physics, there is no reason why the past should have more influence on us than our future. And so doing this process of reflection and integration and then really visioning, the visioning then will help us live into the truth of who we are becoming who we are blossoming into. And that will begin to transform the way that we not only understand the source, but we understand ourself, and we begin to influence and shape and alchemize our surroundings. And then I'll even do a quick bonus habit for you. Find authors and set aside time for reading so that you can begin to learn from great minds that have stepped into these truths for literally thousands of years. Because the truth is sometimes when we begin to step into the fullness of who we are, sometimes people who are complacent and apathetic and, you know, just content with their lives not being uh, abundant, uh, no shade, it's not being rude, it's just the truth. People are sadly content with, you know, being unhappy and not fulfilling their incarnational purpose. 
Um, the truth is, is that sometimes we begin to sometimes think we're crazy a little bit. And sometimes people around us kind of think we're crazy. Take Jesus, for instance, his mother, Mary came looking for him and he said, Hey, your mom wants you. And he says, who is my family, but those who do the will of God. And so whenever we begin to step into the fullness of our incarnation, sometimes we can feel like we're a little nuts. Sometimes we can feel like we're taking major risks and it's good to read authors of people who have been down the path of self-realization and awakening before, because we're able to then know that this is a natural progression of my incarnation and others are awakening to it also. And not that you need the affirmation of others, but it is helpful. We're, we're human beings at the end of the day. We want to run in packs. We are people who deeply connect with other beings and we find a tribe. That's what we do. So begin to read books from people who can inspire you and spur you on and really help you step into the fullness of your incarnation. When we begin to do these things and incorporate these habits into our life, we'll begin to see our life transform and blossom and come into abundance in ways that we never had thought possible before. So in recap, meditation. It's going to clear your slate every single morning from your expectations, assumptions, preferences, aversions, and it's going to invite you into the higher space to set your mind above where the eternal Christ is seated to give you a paradigm from on high. So meditation. Secondly, journaling. So we're going to mind dump. We're going to begin to create our map from what's true within us, writing every single day after our meditation. Third, we're going to do the deep work of reflection, integration, and visioning. These are really three in one, reflection, integration, and then visioning. Um, reflection, visioning, integration. It's kind of a matrix. You can mix and match in what order you do those. But doing that deep work uh, from your meditation, from your journaling, from the truth that's around you, from all of the environment that you find yourself in and that you want to create, that's where that really intentional time of reflection, integration, visioning, all is extremely important. A habit of being introspective and then activating on that introspection. And then the bonus number four is to read authors who are inspiring to you, who have been on this path before, who are awakening, who can give you wisdom and impart wisdom to you. And so I have some recommended reading, which you can find on another video as well. And so I'm curious what habits you have integrated into your life that have helped you transform and step into the fullness of your incarnation. If this video was helpful to you, uh, please like and share and subscribe, and we will see you on the next video. Peace and blessings, my friends.